tis the season. <laughs> Welcome to a very, very special mini-sode. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, that's sexist. Well, the war on Christmas doesn't discriminate. All of our listeners can be part of ho, ho, ho. Yeah, it was the two of us and Nigel Short. <laughs> what? I don't know. Who's, who are the three hoes? Me, you, <laughs> Nigel. Uh, chess ho. Oh, yeah. What if we both, in the spirit of Christmas, changed our Twitter handles to chess ho one and chess ho two? I kind of assumed they were taken, but... Not a chance. Welcome, everyone, to our little Christmas mini-sode. Boy, do we have a banger for you. This is a very tired mini-sode as well. Why is it tired? Because we're tired. We should start a new podcast called Perpetually Tired. And it's exactly like Perpetual Chess, except for we're tired. I'm your host, Ben Pillow Talk Johnson. (laughs) And then we just bully our guests. Oh, so like us. So like the podcast we already have, yeah. But we're perpetually tired. We don't have to pretend like we have all the enthusiasm that we try to perform on this podcast. But we have mustered enough enthusiasm to put together a mini-sode. We know that all of you have so many loved ones in your life. And there's lots of gifts that every year you're hoping they will give you. And they never do. They always fail you. And you feel desperate, alone, cold, and scared. And we decided that's not happening again this year. Because you have us. (laughs) We have put together a list for you to sneakily send to your loved ones. So you, as somebody who desires nothing but chess-themed paraphernalia, merchandise, etc. for your holidays, have struggled in the past to be heard or seen by your loved ones who, best case scenario, get you a chess book you already have, such as teaches chess, and worst Mm. case scenario, get you socks with chess pieces on them. How is that the worst case scenario? I think after the Hans Niemann scandal of 2022, I can think of worse gifts to get from, for example, your parents or your grandparents and what they think could be useful in an over-the-board chess game. I think if my parents gifted me that with the intention of being helpful, that would be a great gift. And if they gifted (laughs) me that with the intention of being funny, that would be a difficult gift. But if they honestly thought they were helping, like, that's awesome. You have to admit that's awesome. Um, (laughs) I am going to admit no such thing. I will neither confirm nor deny. Anyway, guys, we got you. So we are going to release this beautiful list that we put together, but we're going to give you a little sneak peek on the pod today. So first of all, you might know that we're in the business of selling t-shirts with other people's faces. (laughs) Yeah, why don't we have a t-shirt with our faces on them yet? That's disgusting. Why? (laughs) Our faces are fine. Our faces on any of our listeners' chests is disgusting. Oh, I don't know. That kind of appeals to me. (laughs) It's like Stouffer's. It's not for everybody, but um, in the right mood, with a couple of drinks, I could get into it. That is the Stouffer's catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) They have to pay me for that, though. Okay, guys, so let's just give a quick rundown of what we are featuring for our holiday special. Everything will be on sale. Let's come up with a sale code that only our pod listeners get to enjoy. Mm -hmm. What what, what should it be? Oh, yeah. What if it wasn't Stouffer's? That would be funny. Oh, yeah. We got to come up with something way better than that. Well, I have an idea. What if we make the code align and we give our listeners a clue Mm. and they have to guess it, but only someone who figures out what the line is will get the discount. 
to make it more juicy. Okay, so in the game that begins 1 e4 e5, 2 knight f3 knight f6, 3 knight takes e5 knight takes e4, 4 queen e2 knight back to f6, find white's winning move. 5 then no space no anything then the move. Brilliant. And the code is alphanumeric, so there will be no special symbols, no periods of anything. Cool. So okay. it'll be the number five, no spaces. There will be capital letters for the notation, and then the move. And it will be for 10% off, and it will expire tomorrow, tomorrow when we release this episode. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm just kidding. There's, there's no rush. We'll, we'll, we'll have it open yeah. through, through the new year. Christmas. That's right. It expires in Jesus's birthday. <laughs> anyway, okay, back to our Hanukkah holiday special. Also, follow Invisible Chess for more exercises with fewer scavenger hunts. <laughs> okay, so first of all, let's, let's recap. What do you think our most popular shirt was this year? Oh, that's such a good question. I feel confident it's a t-shirt that I designed. Yeah, this is true. Whose face is on it? Probably not my Ding shirt, even though I wish it was. But the Ding <laughs> shirt will be on sale for the person in your life who does remember there's a world championship match next year, even though Magnus isn't playing in it. <laughs> okay, so no one's getting that t-shirt. Got it. <laughs> Once again, my favorite piece of merch goes underproofed and overbaked. What's our most popular shirt, JJ? Do tell. Our free Han shirt. I think it's, yeah. I think we've sold like over a dozen of them. Um, no one has bought the one that has a picture of Hans's face and says, I think he cheated, actually, which is a little surprising. <laughs> okay, I'm buying that then. I actually really want that one. <laughs> and only one person has bought our free Magnus shirt. And we talked about Julia's favorite shirt, but my favorite shirt was designed by Enemy of the Pod, Gopal Menon. And it is a diagram of the snake Benoni. And it says, don't tread on me. <laughs> so if you're a libertarian, but you still believe in gifts, I'm not really sure if that goes against your religion or not, or you give gifts, this could be a great thing to put up there for everyone in your family. There's something about being in a family that doesn't feel very libertarian to me. <laughs> well, it is if they let the four-year-olds do drugs. <laughs> Makes me feel like there's some treading on happening in there, but... Tread on me, daddy. <laughs> that actually is the catchphrase for <laughs> libertarianism in the United States of America. <laughs> But they have to pay JJ for that. Our most recent piece of merch is actually a very handy and practical piece of advice for anyone who listened to the Halloween episode. And now always shows up to chess tournaments with a spare pair of shorts or swim trunks. They will also know to show up with some sort of item perfect for holding on to a tooth that falls out of your mouth. Where are you going to put that loose tooth? Where are you going to put it? Not in your pocket. Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> like chest pain? That was the downfall. That was the beginning of the end. We have a loose tooth that fell out of your mouth at 11 p.m. on a Friday receptacle <laughs> that doubles as a coffee mug. <laughs> you have to use your imagination, but this mug could hold some coffee if all of your teeth stay in your head. Could it hold both coffee and a tooth? Physically, yes. There is room for both of those media. This is, wait, tooth is not a media. Sure it is. Coffee can be medium if it's not small or large, but tooth is not. <laughs> All of my teeth are medium. 
Thanks for asking. So this is just a small smattering of merchandise you can buy on the Chessfields podcast merch store. Link in bio. Why did you say it like that? That was so weird. Here, let me say it for all you people. If you're interested in our merch, there's a link in our bio. So just go there normally. Like, like and subscribe. <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe. Okay, on to the real good stuff. Our friends at Chessable, we're going to need to ask them for more money for season three pretty soon. So let's sell some of their mm -hmm. courses. Come on, guys. Help us out. So first of all, everyone knows that the opening courses, they're not for everybody, but they do make a great gift. In particular, that person in your life who really always likes to talk a big game about chess, but they're not on chess Twitter. They don't have an ELO, but they always talk as if they know more than you. Get them Geary's Nightorf. Make it sound like every single chess player, any rating, knows every single line in this. Gaslight the shit out of them into believing that they are completely failing themselves and their ego if they do not memorize every single thing in this course. This is what it was made for. Geary would approve. Really, this is for anyone whose chess career you want to sabotage. Or anyone who knows men. <laughs> Great. Brilliant. There are, however, plenty of courses on Chessable that are appropriate for chess players who are trying to improve their game. A theme that we've talked about on the podcast before is working on the floor rather than the ceiling. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A slightly misleadingly named course from New in Chess called 1001 Exercises for Beginners is a really great course where no matter where you think you are on the tactics ladder, I don't think it's great for beginner beginners, but for people who are really trying to make those one, two, three move sequences feel a little bit more automatic, I would recommend going through this course as accurately as you can. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Friend and lover of the pod, <laughs> Chessentials, has a fantastic course lover on the modern the defense. Pod. Top tier homie. first name. I'm not sure that I can refer to Essentials as a lover. If you know their first name, they're not a can lover. Can I guess? Yeah, of course. Okay. Let me just think about what I imagine Chessentials looks like from their thumbnail. I will be shocked if you get their name. Eli. Nope. <laughs> what is it? Vyacheslav Nemich. <laughs> We're so sorry, Chessentials. Please keep us on your top tier of podcasts. It's all we live for. It's all we live for. But a uh, course on their modern defense that's very dynamic, works against mm, E4, D4. Mm -hmm. It's an opening course that's actually practical. And after you take that course, if you're interested in doing a follow-up lesson with a modern defense expert, go Paul Menon. Oh, yeah. Side piece of the pod. That's true. Another course that I'm stoked on, and the only one on this list that I actually use, <laughs> is the Sharashevsky course Endgame Strategy. I just jump in really quick and say, as someone with your Chessable password, I know that there are no Chessable courses that you really use. Well, every time I log in, it's like, Jeepers, you just lost your one-day streak. <laughs> Jeepers, that's so cute. <laughs> that is exactly how I imagine Chessable talking. Oh, dear. In the voice of Geert. <laughs> Fiddlesticks. That four-day streak is not going to save itself. Four days. Jeez. Who are you, Neil Bruce? Anyway, if you guys are interested in these courses, you know, just give that little hint hint to your lover. And also maybe give them your accessible username, I guess, so they can gift it to you. <laughs> just gift it to yourself. These are really gifts from you to you. Another totally different direction you could go if the person who's getting you a gift doesn't know your accessible username or you forgot your own. They still make books. I'm not sure if you knew that. 
What kind of books? Chess books. Ebooks. Chess books. <laughs> I think everyone listening to this probably has a pretty healthy collection of chess books sitting on a shelf waiting to be cracked open for the very first time. And the problem is you just haven't found the right book yet. <laughs> and let's make that pile even bigger. Once it takes up enough space in your home, it'll get the attention it deserves and you will start to read them methodically. Some of the books you currently have have become load-bearing and now you can't <laughs> take them off the shelf lest you collapse <laughs> under the weight of your own procrastination. It's literally become part of the foundational framework of your home. <laughs> so we need, need to add some new material that can be moved around. Starting with... Guest of the podcast and self-professed sack of shit, Nate Solomon. <laughs> All-around sack of shit. <laughs> Nate, you've just stolen my heart in the last few weeks on Twitter. Your jokes make me laugh. Never stop being you. And I've been going through the book. It's very good. It's very accessible. The positions are thoughtful. The intro text alone by Perlstein is... Probably worth the meager $10 they sell it for. <laughs> so the entire book that Nate Solomon worked so hard to write got dramatically outshined. I just haven't um, read the book yet. <laughs> in the intro alone. Sorry, Nate. I'm a slow uh, reader. Most times when I read, I get stuck before the pages turn from letters <laughs> to numbers. I do think it's interesting, though. I feel like even recently, we've been having more conversations with people online about the importance of calculation. And I really do feel like we just keep circling back to this idea of calculation is not only important, but critical. You need to be really strong and able to calculate. But once you reach a certain level, if you're calculating without evaluating, you're just never going to get the results that you want. And you really have to be balancing that. So I think it's just so cool to see a book finally come out that actually directly speaks to the evaluation piece and provides these really cool and creative exercises to build that muscle and get better at it. Despite the shittiness of one of the co-authors you have to separate the art from the artist <laughs> we are going to actually really highly recommend this piece of pure literature so there are believe it or not other chess books out there as well but we're making a point of not recommending any of them that are going to be primarily about calculation or puzzles or whatnot because let's be real you have so many of those yeah or openings they don't make opening books anymore dare to dream dare to dream but we were thinking that there's probably somebody in your life who, every time chess comes up, refers back to the Queen's Gambit, Stell, in December 2022. They haven't picked up on any new terms. Why don't you get them a copy of Chess Queens by Jennifer Shahade <laughs> so they can read about people who play chess and are women, but are also real. And, of course, you will let them know that it is the sequel to the series that they know and love. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And then we'll write the smutty version, the kinks gambit. <laughs> <laughs> and look, so we've talked about courses. We've talked about books. We've talked about shirts. Um, what else do you people want? Why don't you give the gift of giving and donate directly to the podcast? <gasps> oh, my God. That's such a good idea. Thanks. I thought of it myself. Another thing you can do is... I do offer gift lessons, whatever, fuck that. But I do also take donations for lessons that primarily go towards people who are interested from marginalized communities, particularly LGBTQ. And I haven't really hyped that up recently in terms of trying to solicit more donations for that fund because a few people have been super generous. And I've been working through that slowly with several people. And it's been really 
satisfying to be able to do that. But that is something where if you are a gifter via donating, that could be something that would be really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. Oh, and finally, the gift that you can get every single person in your life, especially those who are still bringing up the Queen's Gambit, is the Queen's Gambit board game, which is not chess and is a real board game that exists for two to four players. And it sounds horrible, (laughs) but since chess isn't real, it's the next best thing. Can I do a way better job of selling this? No. (laughs) I think I can. Do you have someone in your life that you love? Nope. And they love chess and they love board games. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me start off. That's so good. No, you you did. <laughs> is there some is there someone in your life who loves board games and Queen's Gambit? Boy, do we have the gift for you. <laughs> the Queen's Gambit <laughs> board game. <laughs> Okay, JJ, now that okay. we've gone through our list, should we try to think of some other... Should we check already? it twice? Yeah, like what else would be funny for our for our folks out there? So these are the things that we want people to get our listeners, not things we want our listeners to get their loved ones because their loved ones wouldn't get us. So. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and. What is like the thing that you always wish someone would get you that no one's ever gotten you for the holidays? Whiskey. <laughs> no one's ever gotten that for you that's really sad shout out todd shan who keeps me stuck i mean i don't know usually people are just like you're a very hard person to get gifts for what do you want and then i tell them and then they get me those things yeah okay let me think about what i would want yeah that's what i want to know what's the thing that you have always wanted but no one's gotten you this is so hard for me my mind just goes blank and it's not like throughout the year that i think of things i would want and like oh that's a good idea but then i forget it like never occurs to me to want something that I don't have. I don't have but, it. I don't want it. Yeah, kind of. It's so true. What do I want? I want more time to study chess. You mean you want to want to study chess more? <laughs> I don't think anyone besides me will know why that's so funny. But yeah, I want I want to want it bad enough that magically all of my responsibilities just disappear. Okay, people. Well, there you have it. If you need any ideas, you're either going to find it on this list or it's just not going to happen for you this year. Maybe like I'll just show up plastered to a post Christmas tournament and just give the gift of rating points (laughs) to all my opponents. (laughs) I do like the idea of you showing up to some sort of holiday themed dress tournament dressed as a Hanukkah bush. (laughs) (laughs) I think that like if you're showing up as like a degenerate version of something, you still have to go Santa Claus. Like maybe like yeah. a like blue and gold cap, but like still Santa. Sure. Like drunk Santa. Brilliant. Okay. Well, you're welcome, everybody. All right. And we can't wait to see all of the donations rolling in. And remember <laughs> to tag Chessable and say renew us for season three. Yeah, seriously. And if anyone wants to get us a gift, you know, we don't get a lot of holiday gifts as Jews. We don't have quite the focus on presents as you Gentiles. So if anyone has sort of taken a liking to us this year, we wouldn't say no. JJ, feel free to put some links in the show notes. I'll put all the links in the show notes. And you can also always DM Julia at Chessfields (laughs) on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I love it when you DM me at Chessfields on Twitter. Send me send me a little selfie. I particularly like those. Okay, God bless.
Merry Christmas. 